Entrepreneur on Fire 658. In need of some motivation? We've got you covered seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Ready to add a professional ring to your business? Go to evoice.com, sign up for your free trial, and enter promo code FIRE for an additional $5 off per month. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. When you have thousands of designers at your fingertips, the sky is the limit for your design. Visit 99designs.com slash FIRE and get a $99 power pack of services free. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Vernon T. Foster II. Vernon, are you prepared to ignite? I was born ready, John. Yes. (laughs) Vernon is the chief podcast officer at PodParrot, a highly sought after podcast educator, speaker, and trainer. He oversees a small army of audio engineers, designers, and transcriptionists under the PodParrot brands. Notable podcast clients include Forever Jobless, the Performance Enhancing Podcast, and the Startup Jungle Podcast with our mutual friends, Los Silva. That's right. Vernon, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Well, thanks again for the opportunity, John. I'm excited to uh, be here as a guest on the show. And a little bit about me. Well, man, I'm just just a guy out in the world trying to make it, trying to put a dent in the universe. Uh, Just got my business launched here uh, about a month or so ago. And uh, we're just crushing it with PodParrot. It's a done-for-you podcasting solution for busy entrepreneurs and podcasters. I tell everybody, you just upload the file to Dropbox, and we do the birdie work. (laughs) The birdie work. (laughs) Love it. It's all about taglines, Vernon, and you guys have crushed it with your tagline. And what we're going to really do a deep dive into, Vernon, is your journey as an entrepreneur, because you're right. Those of us that are out there right now trying to make a dent in the universe, we have our ups, we have our downs, we have our failures, we have our successes, but we're going to start this interview off with a success quote. So take it away. A success quote that I have that really sticks out to me, I mean, I'm, I'm huge into quotes. I, I, I live by a lot of these and I try to, you know, kind of make it a daily habit to at least implement one quote every day. But one that's really stuck with me, I don't know who it was by, but I saw this and I was just like, this is me all the way. <laughs> and that quote is, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. The dream is free, the hustle is sold separately. So Vernon, Break this down for Fire Nation. What does this mean for us? John, for me um, personally, like I've been fortunate enough to have to hustle for everything that I've gotten in life. Um, Nothing has really come easy my way. The relationships, the opportunities, the income, the lifestyle, they all have been a result of me staying hungry, sometimes, sometimes literally to achieve (laughs) to achieve greatness, man. And, And that's what that means to me. So have you seen that, it's a YouTube video, it went a little viral for a while, it was like the entrepreneur preacher or something, when he was talking about how bad do you want to be successful, like how bad do you want, and this guy was like, I'll do anything to be successful, whatever it <laughs> takes, you name it, so he takes him out to the ocean, he makes him walk out up to his shoulders in water, then he takes his head and boom, he just dunks his head in the water, holds him there, the guy's thrashing around, the guy <laughs> comes up, he's like, what are you doing, man, what are you doing, he's like, 
what is the one thing you were thinking about when you were underwater? And the, and the guy was like, I wanted to breathe. He's like, when you want to succeed as badly as you wanted to breathe when you're underwater, nothing in this world can stop you. I haven't seen that video, John, but I, I do believe, uh, I know one of the guy, the guy that you're talking about, I think his first <laughs> name's Eric wow. or something like that. He's a huge inspiration, uh, inspirational speaker, motivational speaker. And you're right. You know, when you, when you want something bad enough, like it's, it, you'll do whatever it takes. If it means that, that you have to hold your breath. You're not coming up for air until you get it done. <laughs> Love that. So, Vernon, let's just take this inspiration, this passion that we're conjuring up here for Fire Nation throughout this interview and really put the spotlight onto you and your journey because you're out in Orlando, Florida. You're kicking it. You know the right people. We have some great mutual friends. And you've had an interesting journey. And we're going to talk about an aha moment that you've had. We're going to talk about some successes that you've had. But right now, I want to talk about a failure, Vernon, just plain vanilla failure. So take us to that moment in time. Tell us that story and the lessons you learned. Well, it's funny that I'm actually telling a failure about, about a failure. Um, and it's, it kind of has to do with something that I kind of, I tried to, uh, you know, implement uh, this into a podcast that I, oh. that I started earlier this year. I call it the JLD model. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a seven day a week podcast. Model. Yikes. I'm going to crush it, man. I'm going to, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to crush it. I'm going to do a seven day a week podcast. I'm going to be like John and boy, was I wrong. And you know, the, the, it, it got down to a point where I was doing everything. I was doing the editing. I was doing the recording. I was reaching out for interviews. And John, as a, as a podcaster yourself, you know, that can be grueling, grueling. um, you know, if you don't have somebody there to help you. So it got to a point where one of my listeners emailed me and said, Hey, um, you know, if you're going to be doing a daily podcast, you need to hire somebody. You need to get some help because you're the content is suffering. And and I don't want to see that happen. I enjoy the value that I'm getting. And I'd rather you uh, go down to, you know, maybe two days a week than to do seven and to, uh, you know, just 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 have crappy content. Right. Totally. So, Vernon, what I'm actually kind of wanting to dive into here, because I'm finding this obviously very fascinating, I didn't know this part of your journey, and I do know my part of the journey, which was launching a daily podcast, and despite what a lot of people see and think, it was anything but a straight line of success. There were ups, there were downs. I remember dropping off the new and noteworthy after two months of doing pretty well on there, and then coming back and seeing for the first time like a 75% drop in downloads, nowhere to be seen in the new and noteworthy section, nowhere to be seen in the what's hut or the top 200. I'm like, I think my podcast just dropped off the face of the earth. It will never resurface. Why would it? I mean, you know, how people are going to find it. This is incredibly crazy and sad because, you know, I've now put a total of five months, the three months prior to launch, then the two months during New and Noteworthy where things were going well. Now here I am, month five and one day with kind of this daily podcast that's consuming all of my time, energy, and effort and nothing really to show for it. Um, I kept going because I did have faith in my model, but again, it wasn't that straight line to success. There's been many times since then that uh, you know we've hit walls and plateaus and valleys, absolutely. So talk to us a little more about that specific experience, and there's a reason why, but I'm going to get to it after. We're talking about failure here, right? And a lot totally. of people... 
are afraid of failure. But as an entrepreneur, I believe you have to embrace failure on a daily basis. If you're not failing at something, then you are not growing, in my opinion. So, you know, I failed at this whole podcast thing in terms of, uh, you know, doing it as a uh, seven day a week podcast. But what I found was, hey, the light bulb went off. This is this is a business. So I went and validated the idea to see if it was a business. And, you know, I understood the value of being a podcaster myself, you know, being in the trenches, um, you know, and, and, and what it took to actually do all this work. But it was conveying that message to uh, people that, you know, aren't necessarily podcasters yet um, and conveying that value. And then for the people that have already have podcasts to help them understand that, you know, if they're spending time editing and, and doing all this stuff and they're not outsourcing um, those those activities, they're effectively losing money because they're not focusing on, you know, what they're best at. And that's sales or, or consulting or, you know, stuff that actually puts money into their pockets. So through all of that, yes, it was a failure. But in failing, what I realized is that I had a business. You identified a pain point that needed a solution. And you also identified the ability to create that solution. Why? Because you were in the trenches, Vernon. You were doing it every single day. When I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, I would have said you were crazy if you would have told me a year from that point that I would be launching the number, what is now turned into the number one podcasting community in the world, Podcasters yeah. Paradise, with over a thousand members and growing by over a hundred members every single month. I mean, it's crazy to me, but it's one of those things, Vernon, if you want to be, do. So I was doing, doing, doing. And so then it came naturally when people were asking me how to do things. I can be that one to teach and you as well because you were in the trenches. So now, are you still doing that same podcast? I actually uh, just wrapped it up this week. I, I, I put out my 60th episode. It was the Event Supremacy podcast. Uh, previous to you know my experience with launching the podcast for two years, I was in the live event space and I was doing, uh, I've done over 100 live events. My, our first year in business, me and my partners, we generated over $100,000 in revenue for one, one single client. But um, no, I, I'm actually wrapping that up and I'm focusing more on helping my clients. I am launching um, other podcasts with partners. Sure. So, so really, it's I'm I'm honing in on this as a real business, and I'm going to put my head down and go to work, man. Go to work, do the work, as Stephen Pressfield was saying. One thing I do kind of want to pull out of there, Vernon, and I'm not saying you fell into this trap, um, but I almost did a couple times, and it sounds like you may have on some levels. But I'd like to kind of dig a little deeper there is you can't take every piece of criticism you get to heart. I mean, because let me tell you, Vernon, if I had decided that a seven-day-a-week podcast was the wrong thing to do the first time or even the first 10 times I got negative feedback about my podcast, then I would have stopped at week one, literally. So, I mean, there's going to always be negative. There's going to always be negative feedback. There's going to always be trolls. There's going to always be that 20% of people that just absolutely aren't going to resonate with your work. 20% of people that are going to absolutely love and rave about what you do. And then 60% who are going to be fairly indifferent and hopefully you can work to convert some of those 60% into that top 20 and grow that pie up there. So, do you feel like you really let that one email get a little to you, get a little too much to you? I don't think so, John, because, you know, I, I, I think it's important to, you know, they say, you know, you should listen to or you should always look to to see and, you know, take in information and, and be open and to opportunity. And that's really what I was doing. You know, I, I, I didn't stop my podcast immediately when I got that 
that email. Actually, I, I dropped down to, um, you know, doing uh, two days a week and I focused on putting out more value. But at the same time, in the back end, I was actually building out the idea and the funnel and the strategies for how I was going to make pod pair happen. So I didn't I don't, I don't want people out there to get discouraged and think, hey, you know, this guy got this email and he stopped podcasting because he got this email. That email was kind of like a uh, wolf twofold. It showed me one that, you know, maybe this is a potential opportunity because I started thinking about in terms of outsourcing and two, um, you know, it just showed me that, uh, you know, I need to focus when I'm when I'm providing value. I need to make sure I'm putting my best work out there. And I believe that you should always do your best work and and nothing less. So I wasn't discouraged per se. Um, and I still continued to do my podcast even after I got that email because I believed in what I was doing. But as a result of my business growth and taking on more clients, uh, it just didn't make sense for me to continue to do that podcast. I'm going to continue to podcast. I love it. Uh, I, I believe it's one of the best things you can do for your business. And um, yeah, I guess I kind of went off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I love tangents. And I'm glad you clarified that, Vernon, because, you know, we at Fire Nation, we as entrepreneurs, we are always going to get those emails. That's part oh, yeah. of the game. But then we're always going to get emails on the other end of the spectrum, you know, hopefully which start to outnumber those those prior ones that we were talking about when people are inspired by what you're doing to go on and do better. And I mean, you know, a recent example for me is I started doing a podcast workshop every single week for free, um, a live webinar. And I'm doing one actually for um, a webinar on webinars too, twice a month. So I'm doing a lot of these live webinars and I'm getting hundreds of people on live every single webinar. And I'm getting up there and I'm just giving value and talking about my products and my services and giving value and, and mixing things in and mixing things up and tweaking and twacking and whatever you want to call it. And of course, I'm getting a lot of emails afterwards in the chat rooms like fired up like, oh my God, this is such great content. Thank you, John. This is like I opening my eyes, et cetera. And then I'm getting those emails that are saying, John, here are, here's my criticism about everything you did today. And then this person is just going to write a couple of pages. And to be the honest, the haters. And you know what? You can get a lot of good out of criticism. And I always welcome criticism from way back to my days in the U.S. Army. I mean, that's how we improve as entrepreneurs, as soldiers, as leaders, as humans. But at the same time, you don't want to live in a world of negativity. You really want to live in a world of abundance and not have that mindset of scarcity. So I'm going to be honest with you. When I start reading those emails, if they're not short, sweet, and to the point with a couple of good takeaways, then I'm just, I'm just trashing them because I don't have delete. the time for that. It's delete. And you know, it's nothing against that person, but it's just, I don't have the time to mire in that. But if they have a couple of good bullet points critiquing me, which I love, I will implement that. Absolutely. So I think we've really kind of hammered this point home, Vernon, and I love it, but I want you to continue your journey now. So what happened next in that aha moment when that light bulb finally did go off? What wheels did you start moving? The first thing I did was I believe that every business that you have, you have to validate the idea, right? Because you can have a great business, but if it doesn't generate any income, then it's not a business. True. So the first thing I did was I, I reached out to, uh, you know, some of our mutual friends, the guy that you, you, you and I both know, Lo Silva. Love him. And, uh, you know, I asked him, would he be interested in having somebody, you know, edit and, 
you know, tweak his podcast and, and, and do all the stuff that on the back end, professional sounding audio engineering. And Lo said, Oh, and, do less work. Yes. Sign me yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a no brainer for him. Right. Cause you know, with the thing I found is that, you know, if you're busy and you're, you're an entrepreneur, you know, I mean, it, it, you're not, you're not sitting there writing blog posts. You're not sitting there, um, you know, editing your podcast because you have to focus on the bigger picture. You have to focus on the bigger game plan. You have to be building your business. And that's where where, you know, the consulting happens. That's where the sales happens. And, and that's really how it, it just evolved. And now it's, it's, it, my doors are just, I emails every day, man. <laughs> emails every day. And let's just say this. I mean, let's keep picking on Los because we both love him. And listen, Los knows what to do to make money. He knows where he's most effective. He knows how to bring the dollars in the door. And to be frank, it's not going to be doing ripple delete and silencing out audio and adding intros and outros to his own podcast. He can be spending that time bringing in the big bucks and leveraging and scaling other services like pod pair to allow him to do that. So kind of let's, let's start kind of going down that road a little bit. So you reached out to Los, he gave you that first proof of concept. Now, did you just take him at his word or did you say, all right, Los, let's see the dollar dollar bills y'all. <laughs> well, he, he took me at my word, actually. He gave me the opportunity. And then, you know, from that, from, because you have to show the value. Again, it goes back to what we were saying. You know, the reason why, um, John, you know, uh, you have been able to experience the amount of success that you have is because you hop on those webinars every week. Every week. And because you're, and because you're, the, and you're, you're giving people what they are looking for. You're providing a solution to a problem that they're having. So he gave me the opportunity. I delivered. And he cut the check and that was it. <laughs> Boom. So Lowe's cut the check. You have that first client in the door. What starts happening now, Vernon? Let's kind of walk Fire Nation through what it looks like to actually evolve a business. This pivot that you made was total. You went from the JLD model seven days a week, wasn't really working for you. Okay, let's check this pod parrot out. And what's your tagline again? We do the birdie work. We do the birdie work. I love that. And you started rock and rolling on that. What was that next step that really took you to the next level? With a podcast, if, if you're editing and doing your own podcast, and obviously that's taking you away from focusing on other stuff. So, you know, I was editing and doing a lot of the work for Los, but what I realized is, is that I needed to build a team, right. that I needed to have audio engineers, that I needed to have transcriptionists, and I needed to basically oversee the operations. So that was the next the next uh, step, it was scaling the business to where not only was I, you know, doing the work, but I had a whole team and I was managing that team. And therefore, we can bring on more clients and, and generate even more revenue. So let's kind of dive into PodPara because you're talking about the the doors are bursting off. I mean, you and I both know that podcasting is on this incredible upward trend. I mean, oh, a couple yeah. exciting things that you know I love to bring up whenever I talk podcasting, which is why I love having you on right now. Google Autoplay just came out. We're going to be going in the dashboard with the Android version in every single car. Apple CarPlay, the exact same with iTunes. You have Stitcher Radio. Stitcher, yeah. Stitchers and cars. In cars as we speak. I mean, in Fords and BMWs and Mazda. And then we also have this great announcement that just happened where iTunes is making the podcast app native in every single iPhone, over 315 million. It's going to be going to the billions now. It's going to be installed, unremovable from every single device. So what are you seeing for the podcasting industry right now? Like, Where are we at in the age spectrum and where do you see this going? 
I mean, if you think about it, John, podcasting is still relatively young. I mean, it's not even, it can't even drive yet. It's only 10 years old, right? <laughs> I actually still say that it can't walk yet. <laughs> it can't walk yet. Yeah. So, so if you look at that in terms of other industries, we are still at the forefront. I mean, we haven't like, people are asking, you know, is it, is it too late for me to get in? Did I miss the, did I miss the, the boat? No, get in today. Like, don't waste another minute. Get your part, get your podcast up today. Go and get a, uh, hosting account. I think we're in the in the very beginning stages, John, because although yeah, it has been around for 10 years, it is still widely misunderstood. When I say I'm a I have a podcasting business to my friends, they say, what is that? <laughs> uh, so we're 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 definitely we're if you start a podcast today, you are still poised to take part in in the exponential growth that's going to happen over the next 10, 20 years in my opinion. To say the podcast has been around for 10 years is absolutely the truth, but it is kind of a misnomer. And the reason for that is because podcasting never even opened its eyes up in our little Correct. childhood of life until the smartphone was born. That was such a game changer in like 2011, whatever that month was, that more than half of the world's population that actually has cell phones in general now has smartphones. That was the game changer that I saw. That was when I just saw podcasting becoming something that everybody was being able to consume at any time, anywhere, any place. And of course, the streaming just gets more easy. Things are just getting fired up in that direction. So Vernon, why do you think podcasting is such an important medium for people to dive into? I think it's it's consumable. It's, it's consumable and it's readily available and people can fit it into their work schedules. The average commute time in the United States, I believe, is like 26 minutes. Everybody's going to the gym. Uh, everybody is in their car going to, to pick up the kids. You know, these are every when you're doing a mundane task like laundry or cooking, you can just pop in your iBuds, pull out your iPhone and, you know, pop open Stitcher or pop open the, iPhone, the, the um, iPod app and you can listen to any show. Like you, you have everything at your fingertips uh, and it's, it's, it's consumable, right? You don't have to sit there and read. You don't have to be on your computer. You can be traveling. So it fits into our, the, it fits into the structure of our everyday lives. And that's why I think it's so powerful. One thing I like, and Cliff Ravenscraft said this during a speech, and I've always just resonated with it, is that you don't have to say no to something to say yes to listening a podcast. And so many times in life, you have to say no to doing basically anything if you want to watch a video or watch TV or if you want to you know, be doing any number of things, type a blog post. Like You have to be saying no to a lot of other things. But with podcasting, like you said, you can be running along the beach, you can be driving in your car, you can be folding laundry, walking your dog. You can be saying yes to all these activities and still being able to say yes to podcasting. You don't have to say no to something else. So Vernon, let's just take a couple minutes here before we dive into the lightning rounds. Just kind of take us where you see Pod Parrot going in 2014 and beyond. Uh, we're poised right now to be uh, to be a hundred thousand dollar business within the next six months. I mean easy, no question. And from there, you know, the sky's the limit. Podcasting is, is very, very in the infancy stages, as we just said. And we are poised to, to ride that, that ship to the top, to that, that rocket ship to outer space, baby. That's where we're going. <laughs> ride that rocket ship to outer space. I mean, Howard Stern's watch out, podcasting's coming on through. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, let's talk for a second. Um, you know, let's let's call the cat out of the bag. I mean, Adam Carolla is going around talking about it. I probably get an email a day about it from some terrified podcaster who wants to launch, but they're scared because they're not going to. You know, this podcast patent troll that's kind of creeping around, and he's claiming that you know, not necessarily him, but you know, maybe they're just a bunch of lawyers that have bought a patent from somebody else, so they own this patent or this trademark about audio files and across the internet and that they own podcasting and they're like saying Adam Crowley needs to pay them a million dollars a year, et cetera. Have you been looking into that all and kind of what's your thoughts on that? You know, I've seen it and I just, I'm not really paying it any mind because at the end of the day, that's, you know, that's a huge battle that they're going to have to fight, that this guy's going to have to fight and to, to really, I mean, Good luck. That's all I got to say. And that's not going to stop me from growing my business. That's not going to stop you from podcasting. That's not going to stop, you know, all the business savvy people that are, you know, trying to build a business from podcasting to stop podcasting. So at the end of the day, you know, good luck with that. If people want to let that hold them back, I think that is a very, a very short sighted way of looking at it. And, you know, it's, it's just a small obstacle in the way of where it's going to be. If anything, what it is doing is giving podcasts even more attention and putting it even more in the spotlight. So you better get in now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do love it. How like um, Mark Cuban um, does a lot with the EFF Corporation, which is a foundation, the Electronic Fronti- Frontier Foundation, where they've actually taken this case out pro bono and they're representing people like Adam Kroll and other people like Mark Marin who are being targeted by this patent troll. Um, you know, it's just the unfortunate reality is we do live in a very litigious society within oh, yeah. the United States and you could spend your entrepreneurial life being terrified or you could just focus on what you can focus on and control right now and let the cards play as they will play out. And, you know, it may not always work out for the best for you, but the alternative to sit around and do nothing will never work out for you. So. Vernon, I could talk podcasts all day. I know you could too, but oh, yeah. <laughs> we are going to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you dreaming about the perfect logo or website design, but don't know how to get started? Maybe you're worried about budget. Either way, 99designs can help. 99designs, the world's largest graphic design marketplace, makes it easy to get a design you love. Just go to the website, tell them about the design you need, and pick a price that works for you. Then the fun really begins. Designers from around the globe will submit awesome designs and you'll give them feedback. Within a week, you'll pick your favorite and be the proud owner of a gorgeous new design. With thousands of designers at your fingertips, there's no no limit to what you can get designed. So what is it that you need? Boost your brand's visibility with a t-shirt or drive more traffic with a sleek new banner ad or landing page? Projects start at just $199 and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. There is a lot to be said of the internet and its ability to help us connect and stay in touch with people all over the world. You can build anything from relationships to entire businesses with a click of a button. But there are times when online communication can't beat hearing someone's voice over the phone. The personal connection, the trust, and the peace of mind that comes with hearing someone's voice is irreplaceable. That's why I use eVoice for my business. By helping you expertly manage all of your business calls, eVoice provides 
provides you with a better way to connect with your clients and business partners. Plus, eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone. So whether you're at home, at the grocery store, or sitting poolside listening to Entrepreneur on Fire, you'll always have the ability to connect. Right now, you can try eVoice free for 30 days, plus get a special discount of $5 off every month forever. Go to eVoice.com, enter promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Vernon, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and minds blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Oh yeah. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The imposter syndrome, oh, yeah. I would say number one. And then uh, number two is, you know, just using other people's lives as a measuring stick for my own success. Um, which I, you should never do, you know, cause my story is different than yours. My journey is different from yours. And, um, the, the imposter syndrome is just, I think it's something that all entrepreneurs deal with on a daily basis. It's this internal negative speak. That's, you know, the, the classic, you know, devil and angel on the shoulder, you know, the angels telling you that, you know, you're, the best person in the world and you can achieve anything and the, you know, the devil is kind of holding you back and, and, and telling you that you, you, you're not worth this, you know, that you can never have a six figure business. What gives you the right to think that you can coach? What gives you the right to think that you can start a podcasting, uh, you know, business when not a lot of people are doing that. So it's, it's that imposter syndrome that we deal with on a daily basis. I think that's, that was holding me back personally. And let's talk about the mindset shift that needs to happen, Vernon, because if the listeners, if Fire Nation can just realize that 100.00% of the population has the imposter syndrome, including our wonderful president, Barack Obama, every morning looks in the mirror and wonders, why am I president of the most powerful, powerful country in the world? It is just, it's innate. We're born with it. It's across humankind. Realize that, know that it's holding everybody else back and almost be kind of thankful for that because that's going to allow you, if you do choose to rise above, to be in that top 1% and to be earning that six-figure income that Vernon's talking about. So that's a little change of mindset for your Fire Nation. And Vernon, what is the best advice you've ever received? Keep your eyes on the process, not the prize. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. I think it's the abundance mentality. Uh, and that's, to me, that's practicing gratitude on a daily basis, uh, optimism, and really just giving yourself unselfishly. Listen, Fire Nation, you have two choices. Live with an abundance mindset or live with a scarcity mindset. And that scarcity mindset is saying, you know what? There's one pie. And if somebody gets a bigger piece of that pie, I'm going to get a smaller piece of that pie. That's the wrong way to live. That's a very short-sighted and sad way to live. But choose that abundance mentality, help each other out. I mean, look what Vernon's doing. He's a podcaster. I'm having him on the show. He has Pod Parrot. I mean, I'm introducing him to my audience. I mean, have that abundance mentality. You will be rewarded. Vernon, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Trello? Do you use that? Are you using Trello? We yet? use Asana, but it's very similar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've, I've heard of Asana. And then I know you use Schedule Once. If you're a podcaster, you better be using Schedule Once. Good. No question. Schedule Once is a lifesaver. They actually just <laughs> integrated with Infusionsoft now. I mean, those I guys. Saw that. 
The sky is the limit for schedule once. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to these resources and everything else that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Vernon T. Foster. Vernon, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Man, that's that's a hard question. I think that's the one that stumps me. I, I think, uh, man, I read like 12 books a year at minimum. But uh, one book that I'm reading right now, I'll, and maybe hopefully this one hasn't been brought up, so it'll be a new one that you guys could add to the, to the collection, is The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. And it's a really... It really digs into some of the things that we're talking about, like abundance and, and giving and, you know, uh, just finding your true true purpose in life and being able to just live a full life. And it's not really on a religious um, um, basis as it more is on a humanitarian level and on a, a level of just, um, you know, that fulfillment, the real fulfillment in life. You know, on 658 episodes, Deepak has been quoted numerous times, but this specific book, I'm almost positive, has not been recommended. So good for you, Vernon. You cracked the code. And nice. Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Vernon, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, so day one, I would buy a domain. I would get a website template, get a Simplecast or Libsyn account, and I'd go out and uh, if they have these on the planet where I'm at, I'd get an Audio-Technica ATR 2100 USB mic. I'd set up a Schedule Once account. So you can do that all in one day, right? Totally. The, the, the next six days, I would spend researching a niche, uh, doing uh, some skill assessment test, and finding the top biggest 25 players in whatever space that you've chosen. And once you've gone through that process, I take the next two months interviewing those people because the relationships on, the relationships that you will build from, you know, interviewing these people from doing a podcast will be more valuable than any business that you'd be able to start on your own. And I truly believe that. Boom, Vernon, you are preaching to the choir here. I hope Fire Nation is part of that choir as well. And thank you for being so inspiring, so open and honest, and so just regimented and disciplined with your answer to the $500 question. I mean, Fire Nation, I hope you can see why Vernon's seeing the success that he is because he puts a plan in place and he executes. Vernon, give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Value people over things. You can find me on Twitter at Vernon Foster. That's V-E-R-N-O-N-F-O-S-T-E-R. Like the beer, but I don't get royalties. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my website is podparrot.net. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Vernon and myself, so keep up the heat. And Vernon, Fire Nation is well aware that they can find the links to everything that we've been talking about in today's episode at eofire.com. Just type Vernon, V-E-R-N-O-N, in the search bar, and his show notes page will pop right up. If you type in Foster's beer, it'll probably pop up as well. <laughs> Vernon, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, Thanks, and experience. You. 
Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Fire Nation, is it time to monetize your podcast? Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week where I share the top eight ways to monetize your podcast. Visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.